Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Earle, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I have a lovely lady here today. Tina Zion is here. She is a medical intuitive. She has a book out, Be Your Own. I love this, you guys. Be Your Own Medical Intuitive. This is what it looks like if you're watching me on YouTube. It's a really cool book, and I cannot wait to talk to her about some of her um, insights. She's a very wise lady, so this is going to be a lot of fun today. Hey, before I bring her on, I just want to talk a little bit about what's happening with humanity. Um, the first thing I want to say, and this is a, I have some good news and I have some bad news. Um, I don't know, unless you consider this good news. Pfizer asked US to allow COVID shots for kids ages five to 11. Now, my feeling personally, and again, you know, I'm not giving medical advice is I don't feel like the kids really need this, but here's what they say. Pfizer asked the U.S. government Thursday to allow use of its COVID-19 vaccine in children ages 5 to 11 in what would be a major expansion that could combat an alarming rise in serious infections in youngsters and help schools stay open. You know, I'm just not feeling this. If if regulators give the go-ahead, reduced uh, dose kids shots could begin within a matter of weeks for roughly 28 million U.S. children in that age group. Now, many parents and pediatricians are clamoring for protection for youngsters under 12. The current age cutoff for COVID-19 vaccination in the U.S. Um, not only can children sometimes get seriously ill, but keeping them in school can be difficult with the coronavirus still raging in poorly vaccinated communities. Um, you know, you guys, I don't think the kids should be vaccinated. Do you, do you have a, Do you have any opinion on this one, Tina? Do you want to throw in your two cents? I'll throw in my two cents. Go ahead. Um, is that I really try to not get involved with that, but on the on an energetic level, which this might be different than what you expected, that um, in biology, when I took my biology classes in high school and, and in my nursing program, mm-hmm. that um, bacteria are alive but viruses are not really considered that they are alive. So Mm -hmm. what my guides keep telling me is that they are really uh, negative thought forms. And so we've, we've got a lot of negative thought forms coming, um, you know, in here and Mm -hmm. to, to rise above that energetically, uh, Mm -hmm. absolutely energetically. So I guess that's how I would, would address it to think of it as energy and think about, wow, negative thought forms came in, in such a, um, what do I want to say? Um, a concentrated situation that mm-hmm. there are viruses and many, many people are getting sick, but you know what, Nancy, I have found so many beautiful things are coming out of all this chaos. I know, me too. (laughs) Beautiful things. I'm telling you, people are telling me all kinds of, oh, I did this and all this uh, quiet and isolation that I had. And I I wrote this last book during uh, the first bout. Yes. yes. Right. Well, we're on the same page because I feel the same way as you. A lot of people went within and a lot of people learned to connect and and it's been uh, actually it turned out to be a positive. My concern is just, I have grandkids. So I worry about the little children. That's I do too. I have, yeah, yeah, I have grandkids. That's, I don't know. That's my, that's Nancy's take on it. And thank you for giving me <laughs> your take on it as well. I do have some good news today. Here's the headline winning four four hundred and thirty two million. Oh my God. Mega millions ticket was sold at a New York city pizzeria. Now I just pulled this, the ticket that matched all six numbers, six numbers in Tuesday's nights, I can't talk in Tuesday night's drawing was 
bought from Pronto Pizza in Manhattan. So someone is waking up with 432 million richer today, Wednesday, after the ticket they purchased at a New York pizzeria uh, matched all six numbers in Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Um, the ticket was bought from Pronto Pizza, 48th Street and 6th Avenue, um, steps from Rockefeller Center in Manhattan. Um, then they go, go on to give the winning numbers. And the odds of winning were uh, 302 million. Oh my God, one in 302 million. Can you believe that? That's so cool. So a person, in, uh, they also say a person in Connecticut won a million in Tuesday's night's drawing. Wow, people are getting richer. I don't buy lottery tickets. I don't know. Maybe I should start. <laughs> Every once in a while I do. I think I'm just, I don't know. I just believe in God. I think that works for me. So let me tell you about Tina. Tina Zion. She's here. Uh, she's a fourth generation intuitive medium educator. She's considered an expert in medical intuition. She's an award-winning author specializing in medical intuition and teaching it internationally. Um, she teaches her course, Become a Medical Intuitive in the United Kingdom, Europe, Gosh, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, Mexico, and throughout the United States. Now, she's also a nurse and has been for a long time. Um, I am so excited you're here. Welcome to High Road to Humanity. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited. To be here. Thank oh, you. cool. Well, I'm delighted to have you. And <laughs> I just want to know your story. How did you become, you know, because I'm an, I, you, you may or may not know this, but I am an intuitive and I love what you talk about in your book because we're all psychic, but I'm pretty connected. I have clear cognizance and I'm an empath. Tell me how you became, you know, you were a nurse. Did you start picking this up when you were in the hospital working or how did this happen? Well, the intuitive part, and I want to make sure everyone knows that I don't have a special gift that we are truly wired. Just being humans, we're wired to be intuitive. It's, it's meant to be. It's a matter of noticing it or not. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in a family, like it says fourth generation, but really we didn't have any classes. We didn't ever even talk about it. But as kids, we were expected to um, see our deceased relatives. We were expected to just know things. So it was an expectation. So I had that openness to grow up in. Okay. But the medical part of it started when I was doing a lot of Reiki sessions. And suddenly I was looking inside of somebody's colon and there was a bunch of cancerous polyps. And another woman I was looking in, into um, both of her lungs. And that it, so it was real spontaneous is how the, the what I call the medical, you know, intuitive part of this happened. But for your listeners, we have this ability to help people at a phenomenally deep level. That's right. really kind of the moral of the story, I think. Yeah. Well, and I think it's wonderful. So you're able to go in and correct that. And it's an energetic thing you're doing, correct? Yes, 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 very much. But in conjunction with Western medicine, you know, I'm a nurse. My um, business partner is a medical doctor. The uwa with with the, the medical world is is my hope. Yeah, I'd like to see it come together. I lost you there for a minute. We must have a, a weak connection. But yes, I'd like to see it come together. You say true. I wrote down a few things from your book, and you said true balance in life is living with awareness in the physical world and the non-physical world at the exact same time. Create it into every minute. We don't have to sit in in deep meditation, you know, forever and ever, um, to, to receive information. I talk to my guides every minute of the day, often on throughout the physical and a foot in the non-physical at the exact same time, seen on the cake to have, uh, this wisdom around us all the time. Right. And you keep fading in and out. And I apologize um, to the listening audience. Is there any way that we can, I, I could just be our connection is not as good as it should be. And I missed that last thing you said. Um, we were talking about balance, but you know, you also write in the book, we humans are created to receive um, intuitive guidance. And that's the first time I've ever seen anybody write that, but it's the truth. It's a truth, isn't it? Yep. Mm -hmm. Because um, we are wired to do this. It's not a special gift. And some uh, medical intuitives say, oh, they're the only ones that can do this. But oh, that's not. not true. Right. Exactly. No, it's not true. Right. And we all have the ability to heal ourselves. I think it's a matter of changing our mindset. Yes. 
it has a lot to do with that because every thought that we think is an electrical spurt of energy right. and every um, word that we think is an, has an electrical frequency. And so that surges through our physical body all the time. So if we're very negative, it's going to surge through us with very heavy, slow stick vibration. And if we are thinking positively, it's fine, it's light, it's fast. And so that leads to illness. Right. I was just going to ask you, I know internal, internalizing leads to illness, but um, always being negative and thinking you're unhealthy, that can do it too, can it? Oh, absolutely. Because it sends signals to our body that we're unhealthy. So even just the worry of being unhealthy sends a signal of, uh, of unhealthiness to our body. And our body does what we ask it to do, just like the universe. Truly, it really does. Wow. You know, that's a, it's a crazy thing. So we have to change our thoughts. You know, I'm really working on it myself. And I talk to the audience about it. You talk to your patients about this, I would imagine, because the most powerful thing we have is our thoughts and our words and our emotions. Yes, yes. And I don't really even have patients anymore, because I am a mental health counselor. And I've been in private practice for, oh, gosh, probably 30 years now. And so it, I really do integrate intuitive information uh, in, in all kinds of ways because it's right there for us. It's, it's really a matter of noticing it. Being aware. Yeah, you talk about awareness. Now, I'm aware, but I choose to be aware. Yes. I pay attention to my body. Um, when I did have, I will tell you this, and I thought this was interesting and maybe you can elaborate. we got a couple minutes before commercial break, but when I did have a reading, a lady, you know, who was a medical intuitive connected to my higher self. And there were a couple things I had personally, and she said, it's emotional, not physical. And then I was able to work on that. Do you kind of feel that? Is that what you do as well? Similar to that? Or? Oh yeah. Very much because of thoughts create emotions. And mm -hmm. then a, a lot of emotional thought creates beliefs. And just because people believe something doesn't mean it is a truth, but right. a belief becomes very, very solid in our body, either a positive belief or a negative belief. It's a manifestation. Yes. Yeah. We are very powerful. No, let's talk about that when we come back. I'm so glad okay. you're here today. It's Tina M. Zion, correct? Am I pronouncing yes. Zion, okay. Zion. Be your own medical intuitive, healing your body and soul. I'm sure they can pick this up at Amazon. Yes? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Yep. All right, Since you guys. October 1, yes. Oct okay, fantastic. This is Nancy Earl. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com.
We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Tina Zion. Her book is Be Your Own Medical Intuitive. You know, I was telling her, I really love the book. You know, you, wow, this was really written to help humanity, to help people understand how powerful, when we start talking about that, how powerful we are. We have the ability to heal ourselves. Talk about this. Well, our ability is really simply noticing um, the very, very subtle. Our body is talking to us. So it's really uh, simply noticing the signals and uh, that we receive for our body, but also the signals that we give to our body. I cannot emphasize enough how powerful our thoughts are because thoughts and emotions tend to congregate in certain areas of our body. Okay. Like, um, oh, like current anger, current arguing. Every day you're in an argument, you know, with somebody, a spouse or someone, and that will tend to go to the bronchial tubes, um, where old, old, old anger will tend to go to the liver, you know, something that happened 20 years ago, and you're mm-hmm. still um, brooding on that or going over and over it that that will tend to go to the liver. So I find it fascinating. And I have a chart in the book to point out what emotions tend to congregate in what area of our body. Yeah, and and you do. And I marked that. And I thought that was, I really like this book. I thought it was really interesting. There were different, here it is. There are different places that I marked in here that I thought were really um, interesting. One thing I thought that was really good that is that you put a quote in here by Alan Alda. And he says, you have to leave the city of your comfort and go into the wilderness of your intuition. What you'll discover will be wonderful. What you will discover is yourself. Isn't it beautiful? I, thought I, it was, that, I couldn't I, believe it. I was oh, like, I Alan Alda that. said that? I know. I thought that was really cool. I just, you had a lot of really good information and I was trying to pull up, here's the chart. If you guys are watching me on YouTube and then she has a, you know, what's affected um, by energy. Oh, here it is. This is, there we go. That's a little bit more in depth. That's it. That's it. And I really like that because, well, and it goes back to what Louise Hay used to say, you know, heal your, heal yourself, heal your body. Cause everything, every time we have something wrong with us, it's really an emotion, isn't it? There's thought and emotion is under every single situation, every single problem that we have physically in our body and in our life, actually, because in life, if there's a negative pattern in your life that keeps repeating, Right. And that is simply another opportunity and then another opportunity and then another opportunity to heal something that's not positive for you. Okay. You say that, um, well, you give in here 11 keys to absolutely knowing about intuition. Um, do you want to talk about some of that? Like, you know, because here's the thing, you guys, we all have intuition, every yes. single one of us. So you give some keys and then how to recognize it. Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Or? Some key points is um, people will tell me that they're not intuitive and they don't know how to do it and, and that kind of thing. And I said, well, just tell me what you are noticing. And they go on and on because uh, about what they're receiving, but in their minds, they're not recognizing it as intuition. So uh, one mm-hmm. of the things that get in the way is our, uh, what, what do we expect intuition to be? So your listeners, I would ask them, what do they expect intuitive uh, information coming to you to be? And everybody thinks it means that you are going to have your eyes open and uh, see dead people. I know. And, and that's not it. <laughs> and that, that, It's a part of it, but it sure isn't all of it. And right. in fact, a great bit of it, I will perceive with my eyes closed in my mind's eye. So mm-hmm. expectations get in the way, what people think is intuitive and, and what is not. The other thing I would say, 
people work really, really hard to be intuitive. And I can tell when they work hard because I see everybody on Zoom now, you know, for private mentoring sessions, but um, they will look kind of like a unicorn. Their energy field coming out of their third eye is out is pushed outward where really this is an intake center. And mm-hmm. so they're they're trying so hard, they're yearning to mm-hmm. be intuitive and yearning for this information. Mm-hmm. But when we work hard at it, it gets in our way because I really agree. an intuitive, and you know this, it's mm-hmm. what comes to us just mm-hmm. fast, what comes to us in a pop. I always say yeah. take a pop of information. Yeah. And yeah. so stop working at trying to find the information around you. It'll find you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what I realized. And I always tell the audience, when I started to meditate and just, you know, connect, I connect every day. I run the light through my body. I run it through my crown chakra, down through my body. I bring it up from the earth. But because I've done it for so long and I say my prayers and I journal to God, we have a relationship, which I think it's really important that y'all have a relationship with the divine. And then, because that's who gives you the messages. And then I learned to work with my angels. So I tell everybody that. And now the angelic realm, you talk about people's spirits guides, but I work with my angels. And that's a different vibration. Now I'll talk about, I always talk about myself because I think it helps other people. I can give information to other people like no other, but sometimes, but when it comes to myself, I second guess. Mm-hmm. And so I'm learning, and a lot of us do talk about that because I'm learning to ask for a second sign, so a confirmation to trust, because I trust it when I have information from you, but it's different when you have it for yourself. Can you talk about that a little? Well, and that's one of the reasons, you know, that I wrote this particular book because my uh, publisher keep, kept saying, well, your other two books are to be a practitioner of, uh, for others, you know, for medical intuition. And she kept saying, you know, write a book for people to do this for themselves. And I said, for two years, I kept going, I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. And then all of a sudden I started feeling it. But the, the, the main thing is we have to get our thinking mind and we can do this out of the way. And for me, it just feels like it just shifts over to the right side. And that's just for me, it just shifts out of the way. So I don't have any active thoughts. And then I can just receive information more clearly, taking the pop. So I ask a very clear, precise question. I pause and take the pop of information. And the pop is instant. It is. It'll always be the most clear if it's instant. That's true. And I know that from reading for other people, it's always instant. Yeah, but we always question when it comes for ourselves. It's it's harder. So that's something I'm working on personally right now is trying to read my messages from my angels for myself because you always, like you say, your mind gets in your way. It it happens. Um, Is there any stories that you'd like to share with us, you know, of, you know, doing Mm. some medical healing? I'm sure you've healed a lot of different people. Do you, you do private? Like if somebody wants to contact you, how do they find you? Hmm. Well, I'm so busy now with uh, teaching workshops and um, I do still see people um, to build their own abilities. So I call them mentoring sessions, private mentoring sessions. So I don't do readings anymore. My goal is to to teach people how to do this for themselves and then go out and, and teach, you know, other people how to do this. So that's kind of that domino effect. And I followed my, uh, my spirit guides too, just like yeah. you following the angels and you yeah. can't go wrong with angels, you know, yeah, but I know. <laughs> um, one, one story is coming to mind is uh, I worked with one woman. She had uterine cancer. She was scheduled for surgery. Uh, I think at three weeks from the time I saw her, mm-hmm. I asked my divine and sacreds because I only work with divine and sacred guides and, and, angel realm is divine and sacred. Mm -hmm. And they said, tell her to put her hands on her lower abdomen where the uterus is at and send waves of love into her uterus. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and they said, uh, do it for a few minutes, three times a day and bless her heart. She did. And first of all, she said, well, should I cancel my surgery? I said, Oh, heavens. No, don't ever cancel, you know, something that medical uh, um, practitioners have have uh, scheduled and prescribed mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But here's the the moral of that story. She did that three times a day for three weeks. 
after the surgery, the, the doctor said to her, um, I almost said her name, they, the doctor said, for some reason, we don't know why, that um, cancer was half the size that it was three weeks ago. Oh, my gosh. Now, cancer has a really hard time uh, and doesn't like the vibration of love. So see, she was thinking love, she was feeling love, and that yeah. thing was shrinking. I just, yeah. I have, I'm telling you that. Wow. Well, no, and I, you know, have you heard about the Hopo Ono Ono where you, I don't know if I Hopo Pono Ono or wherever it is where you send people love. I've been doing that uh, recently. And, and what you do, you guys, you think of the person and you say, I love you. And then you say, uh, please forgive me. And then you say, I forgive myself and I'm sorry. And thank you. And these are, you say this, uh, and I've been doing it, you know, several Good. times a day yeah. for different yeah. people, because it, what it does is it helps you energetically, but it also helps them because you're sending out the love. And that's what God is. God is love. He's the energy of love. I just want to explain this so people understand it. And so when you send yourself love like that, which I think is amazing, by the way, of course, your body's going to heal itself. Of course. Yes. Yep. I know. It's great. I love it. Why? You know, I get frustrated because all this stuff is so amazing and we didn't know about any of it until the last, well, we knew, but we didn't, you know what I mean? But boy, it's coming through now. And one of the reasons it's, people are so much more aware now. And uh, one of the reasons, you know, there's always the dark and the light right. is, you know, right now the pandemic. And so people are really opening up. That's one of the positive things out of uh, this different way of living that we're doing right now. I agree. Well, listen, we're going to go to commercial break because we're doing the podcast today. You guys, I'm here today with Tina Zion. Her book is Be Your Own Medical Intuitive, Healing Your Body and Your Soul. It's a fabulous book. You guys are going to have to check this out. This is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity, and we'll be right back. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity, and I'm back here today with Tina Zion. You know, I want to talk about a couple things. You know, you talk about um, symbols and signs, and the reason I bring this up is, uh, you know, I learned, I had a reading, because I have to have readings too sometimes, with um, Archangel, or not Archangel, but Ar um, Angel Whisperer Michael, who is uh, a friend of mine that comes on the show. And, and he said to me, Nancy, you know, you always have to watch for signs. Angels always give you signs. And what they give me are bird signs. So like today, and that's my confirmation. Talk about signs. Everybody has this. They are everywhere. And here's a story I haven't told to anyone because it just happened yesterday. 
Uh-oh. that my brother-in-law's uh, younger sister passed on okay. uh, just yesterday. And <clears throat> he was at work and, and she, you know, was in rehab and was doing terribly. Mm-hmm. He said he walked out and he works, um, you know, he's a welder, so he's outside. He walked out of his building. This just happened yesterday. And a fox came up to him and stood and looked at him. Oh, my goodness. And he said, then six birds. Now, six is all, the number of symbols that we get is always significant. Okay. Six birds landed on the ground in front of him, and they all turned and looked at him. He said, I put down all of my tools, and I went to see my sister, and I played the harmonica for her, and she passed on. Oh my God. That, and that just happened just yesterday. No, I got chills. The animals and, went to tell him. Yes. And you know what I said? I said, Keith, you were noticing the symbols from the universe. Yeah. He goes, well, yeah, I guess I was. <laughs> but he, he was. He was. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Well, it is. I, you know, it reminds me, um, right before my father died, I had a yellow bird that kept coming to my uh, window and it kept pecking on my window. I'm like, why is this bird pecking on my window? This is the weirdest thing. It went on for like two weeks. It was ridiculous. And then I didn't realize my father was sick. And then of course, it, yeah. So that was them kind of letting me know. And it's interesting. You got to pay attention to those signs. Numbers two. You know, I will say numerology. And if you want to talk about that, I'll mention, I've always had the same number. I know when I see the number, I'm on the right path. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I get uh, a balance of numbers like, uh, you know, the clock will say 12, 12 or 10, 10 or something like that. And I always, uh, what then I always hear the word pops into my mind balance because I tend to be a workaholic and I must stop and take time, like you've been saying, to heal yourself. And so I get signals like that. I yeah. Do. But there's signals everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. In yeah. fact, here's uh, an, another story that I just received. Okay. That uh, someone was at, uh, she was said she was uh, driving down the road and in a highway. And she said, I was asking the universe if uh, Tina Zion would be a good teacher for me for a spiritual teaching. And she said a car uh, pulled in front of her, which is multiple, multiple lanes. So that was fine. Mm -hmm. She said on the back of the car was a sticker that said Zion. (laughs) I said, Oh, it was probably Zion national park. Wasn't it? She goes, no, it just had the word Zion on it. And she said, that's why I emailed you. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, it's and that's, everywhere. yeah, and if, yeah, it is. And if you pay attention, these things happen all the time. Everywhere. Yeah. And if you ask, and I want to talk about asking, because it's really important that we ask, you know, just like she asked, a yeah. lot of us will mull it over in our minds, but we don't really ask. And I just want to say how important that is. Have you noticed that as well? That people Absolutely. just don't, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, um, I've really been bringing it to people's attention, which is interesting. See, now you're bringing it to people's attention Mm -hmm. that when we call in the divine and sacred, that it's, that's just the invitation. So like, if you invited me over to your house, I would walk in the door, but I would wait until you said, well, we're going to sit in the kitchen or we're going to sit outside. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with our guides. We call them in, but then be very clear what it is that you want, what it is that you hope for, what it is, why you call them in in the first place. It's a second step that most people aren't aware of. I think they just think they'll zoom in and and spring into action, but they're literally waiting for very clear verbal, uh, the energy of verbal words Mm -hmm. to assist you. Mm-hmm. That's something. Yeah. Well, no, and I learned that too over time. You know, before I do a reading, I'll just say, God, I bring me the message, and I ask my angel bring me what I need to tell the people, and and to let them know I'm getting ready to do a reading, and and I need your help. And then so you I've give just them an instruction. Yeah, I've just learned to do that. You know, I don't know. Um, you so also, cool. t- yeah. Oh, well, it is cool too, by the way, because you know, you just you help other people and you give them information, and it's a win-win for everybody. I really enjoy doing it. Um. Our auras. I want to talk about auras because you talk about auras a little in the book. Auras just fascinate me. I can remember going to a fair one time and having somebody draw my aura. I can't really see auras, but of course, you know, the aura is, and you say in here, it's um, 
It's your soul. It's uh huh. My my divine sacreds told me that that literally our soul is much bigger than what can be stuffed down inside of our body. Our skin mm-hmm. is not insulation like the rubber around uh, cords, you know, to our lamps. Uh, that our soul uh, expands way out beyond our skin, and every thought that we think changes the aura. Every emotion that we have changes the aura. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's always responding. Our energy field's always responding to our thoughts and our emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really what it is. And the colors of the aura are mm-hmm. more than just colors. They're literally um, forms of information. So mm-hmm. red, it gives you one piece of information. A dark maroon red gives another um piece of information. And so it's really information because it's thought and emotion just yeah. emanating through ourselves, but also outward into the universe. Now, that's do you why, think what that's why when uh, you, I just going to say, that's why when you said that you are asking for forgiveness to uh, someone and sending love uh, and doing that, uh, that technique, that's real. You are, you are really doing that. I know. And it is, it does make a difference, which is really cool. A couple of things I want to ask you. Uh, one thing that comes to mind, I just want to talk about really quick is Edgar Casey always talked about the auras and I, he had a very small book on auras and I picked it up and he tells the story of going into the elevator and seeing a woman, but she didn't, her aura, you know what I'm talking about? Her aura was, yes, there was I no, do. There, yeah, there was no color. It was black. And then like the next day she died. And yes. so, you know, it, that was crazy. That was because he could see auras and he talked about that. Yeah. But it used to be, and I want to ask this is a question I want to ask you. I want to know what you think. I think that we used to be able to see auras because they, you know, because when you see a picture of Jesus or Buddha, you will see the gold around the gold and Mary. So do you think that we used, do you think that's changed over time as we've evolved? Or what do you think about that? I think it even goes back to the caveman days that the caveman didn't leave the cave until he checked with his intuitive uh, knowledge and his vibrations to see if there was a saber toothed tiger out there. So, yes, but, and I think as a human so-called evolved, um, you know, it was pounded out of people. I can't tell you how many people have told me that they're uh, when they were a kid, their teacher told them that, you know, you, you drew all these weird colors around the uh, picture of your mother and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have those weird colors. Well, the kid was actually drawing her, his mother's aura. So, you know, it, it tends to get kind of pounded out of so many people. I wonder if it'll come back oh, as I we enlighten, yeah. as our vibration, you know, gets higher. I wonder if we'll all start to glow, if we'll all have it's our little auras back. back. And, you know, to, the fact that we that the ancients always painted the gold around yes. Jesus head. Yeah. That gold is more than just like gold jewelry. It's, it's a precious vibration and a, a very high fine vibration. So I actually very deliberately run gold energy a lot for myself. Through yourself. Okay. And yes. I talk about that on the show running oh, color. Cool. Yeah. Well, I tell people to run color and I say, ask whatever color you need today. And cause I always run the white light, but then what color do you need? And that color is healing. Yes, it is. It is a thing. It is a vibration of energy of information. Yes. Okay. Um, now there was a couple things I wanted to talk about. You say intuitively communicate with the universe. And I think because we are not separate from the universe. We're literally co-creating with the universe um, every second of every day. And we got a couple of minutes to talk about that because people like separate themselves, I think. Mm-hmm. There, and really, there is no separation at all. The only separation is in our thoughts because literally uh, the aliveness that's inside of us is a spirit entity. It, we are a spirit being. We are a spirit entity. And when people tell me that they're afraid to open up their intuition because they'll see deceased people, I will say, well, they're just as alive as we are. They're just not 
lugging around this physical body like we are. Mm -hmm. You're a spirit entity, and so are they, and they're everywhere. And people mm -hmm. will go, oh, yeah, well, I didn't think about it that way, because yeah. our aliveness is a, a being. We're not separate at all. And so that I uh, try to talk about that in different ways to help people because they, they're afraid of being more intuitive. And right. that's one of the fears that they have. And fear will always get in the way. Well, yeah. And when people started coming to me in the shower, I was like freaked out a little bit, but, <laughs> yeah. but I, you know, but then you kind of get used to it and you realize, you know, well, they're just, they're stuck and they need a little guidance and they find our light and we help them on. But, you know, some people look at me like I'm nuts when I tell them I do that, but you do that too. I'm sure. No, it's real. And in fact, I tell people, especially in, when, in my course to become a practitioner of this, but also to heal yourself, one of the causes of illness is actually a, a troubled deceased person. We don't even need to know who the person was in the physical. A troubled de um, deceased person can actually be one of the causes to make us feel bad, to make us feel ill. And I talk to and show people how to call in specialists just to wrap that deceased person uh, in white love and light and to mm -hmm. help them transition into the light. So yeah. when, when a deceased person shows up in the, in the bathroom or in my kitchen, I just see them as a client who needs help. Right. And That's, yeah. everybody, not just you and, and me, everyone has this ability to, to help them out. Yeah. I always ask them what their name is and I always tell them there's the light and I tell them to go. And, and a lot of, most of the time, I, I don't know if I've ever said this on the air before, but they always ask, they always say to me, I hear my name being called. Yes. I hear that a lot. Yes. I hear my name. They're calling my name and it's weird. It's the weirdest thing. And then I know they've made it, you know? So anyway, this is Nancy. Yes, yes. I do too. <laughs> this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here with Tina Zion. We'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me. And I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. 
Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. This is Nancy Earle. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here with a wonderful lady. Tita Zion is here. Her book is Be Your Own Medical Intuitive. And I asked her if she talked to us about teach us about the spiritual realm a little bit, because I think people are curious. Well, what I would say to that, first of all, is the spirit realm is not separate from us, that it truly is. We are a spirit being. That's the aliveness inside of us. And there are other spirit beings uh, everywhere. I would drive down the road and a young man would suddenly appear in his spirit form in my front seat. And come to find out, I was passing every day uh, on coming back and forth from my office. Uh, he was killed in a car wreck in that area. Young teenage boys, 17, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to him because he's real. He's just as real as we are. Mm-hmm. And I helped him to cross over. So, right. the, so you know, when spirit, when we have a sense, and you don't have to see everything with your eyes right. open. We might perceive them with our eyes closed. Uh, We might feel their presence. See, there's all kinds of ways to be aware of the spirit realm. And my my sense is when people do cross over, they actually have more freedom to come and go. So my grandmother, Marie, is here. I'm pointing at her right now, is frequently here. Uh, but you know, she's not my spirit guide. She, she gives me loving, uh, guidance, mm-hmm. but I only want to work with the divine and sacred because, right. and you work with the divine and sacred because mm-hmm. of focusing on the angelic realm. Yeah. Right. The higher vibration is what it is in my yes, mind. But not everybody in spirit are bad deceased people and not everybody in spirit, um, are guides, uh, and when I work with guides, I want the divine and sacred, because those are the most evolved that we are aware of, the closest to God, the closest right. to source. Right. So um, I interact with the divine and sacred all the time. I want the if I'm going to ask for guidance. By gosh, I don't want somebody who just says, oh, I can be your guide and who's. Well, yeah. And I'm glad you said this, you guys, you have to be specific. You can't just say, see, this is where people kind of make a mistake because they don't know enough. Like you can't just say angels come in. You could get dark angels. You have to say, I always say those who walk in the light of the Lord. And that's, yeah, because, and that's, I'm so glad you said this because a lot of people don't realize. And so when they're asking to talk to their own guides, you guys, you have to say, my guides who are of white light or who walk in the light of the Lord or something along that line. Right. Yes. Cause you don't want to pull that. Uh, I have had a lot of people tell me they've pulled in some stuff, you know, and that stuff they don't know. See, they're not discerning about who they're calling. If you and I just sat here and said, Oh, let's call it to the universe. I know. We could get that uncle Joe floating by and, you yeah. know, he mm. died under a bridge somewhere. So we <laughs> Because our words are an electrical spurt. They're a signal out to the universe. So for goodness sakes, signal the highest. The, and don't say the highest either because the dark has its highest. But like you're saying, the angelic realm, the divine, the sacred, only the ones who are in God's light. You know, right. do you see, mm-hmm. because those words are very defining and they're more than just words. They're a signal to the universe. They, and the universe has to respond with what we send out to it. Yes. So that's how it works. Yeah. I love it that you're telling people to be careful Mm -hmm. uh, what you're calling out for. Well, yeah, because people get all excited and they want to do this work, but it takes, um, it takes a little bit of knowledge, not a ton, but you got to know what you're doing. That's why the Ouija board was such a bad situation for, you know, so many people. Yes. 
because it drew, it brought in people didn't realize it really worked and brought in all kinds of stuff. I can remember this is years ago. My friend Sherry and I we lived next door to each other. We were at home. I don't even know it was in the summertime. We had little kids, and she came over, and I would get really hot, and she would get really cold, and we would do the Ouija board, and we should have never done this, but we did. But all the stuff that they did say, whoever it was that came in, did come to pass. But again, you don't, at that time I was young and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I think back, oh my gosh. Well, I, I did the Ouija board too. Long, did long, you? Long, long, long Same thing. <laughs> so we're, here, we're both here to tell everybody don't use the Ouija don't board. Don't use the Ouija board. It doesn't work that way. Oh my gosh. And I always, you know, do things like light a white candle. I'm really big on lighting a white candle in the morning before I say my prayers. It's just like a, a ritual, like a, a reverence. I guess. What do you Reverence. think? I love that word. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, even your white candle sends out an energetic signal of reverence. Say mm-hmm. everything yeah. has meaning, everything. It really does. You know, I, and words are so important. If I could just get that across to people, you know, and I've learned this recently. This is interesting. I say affirmations. And why do I say affirmations? Because they work. Why? Because it's the vibration of your, you know, your thought or your words and then your thoughts and then, you know, your intention, of course. So you got to have all of that, you guys. But the days that I don't say, this is weird. I figured this out. The days that I don't say my affirmations, things don't go as well. And I realized that. Have you ever, have you done affirmations or do you talk about that with people or how to talk about it in this book too? That again, because words are, are things there that emanate out into the universe, that I also ask people to be careful with your words, mm-hmm. use very precise words of what who you want to work with and what you're asking them to do, mm-hmm. but be commanding about it. And all that really means, it doesn't mean uh, be a bossy cow. My grandkids call each other bossy cow, you know, when they're out there in the living room, they're calling yeah, each yeah. other cow. So it's not being a bossy cow to spirit, but it's when I say something, I'm commanding and I because because I put meaning behind it. I'm feeling it when I put it out there. And it accentuates these very, very positive, positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. It powers them up. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I that's talk about great. commanding a lot. Yes. Well, yeah. And the power of prayer is really, really, that's why prayer is so powerful. You guys, it's the words, you know, and the intentions and a lot of these, that's why when people meditate now, are you a big meditator or? or? Yes. Yes. But I I also, yes. And I taught meditation for probably 20 years or so. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, But now what I'm uh, sharing with people is people are so busy, you know, they don't have time and everybody thinks they have to sit down and meditate for an hour or something. And I'll say, Meditate while you're standing in line at the grocery. Meditate if you're sitting at a a red light, as long as you keep track of whether you have red light or green light, Mm -hmm. and incorporate that silence, that peace into moments throughout your day. So I'm really emphasizing that a lot now because people are saying, I'm so busy, I can't even do it for 20 minutes. Well, then do it at the gas station while you're pumping gas. Just be, just go into a meditative place. Well, I like that. I always tell people it should be just like brushing your teeth. Take 10 yes. minutes. Yes. I love that. I love and that. meditate. Yeah. Because it's that important. You know, would you not, would you go and not leave the house and not wash your face and brush your teeth? No. So why not just take 10 minutes and meditate, you know? And so what messages we've got about four minutes left before we got to get out of here today. What messages have you, um, you know, heard from your guides uh, as far as humanity and what's going on right now. And what can you maybe share with us? Would it be helpful to the audience? Oh, um, what they have been telling me over and over again is that people are yearning. In fact, I think I used that word a little while ago while we've been talking and that to get this information, you're getting it out to the world. I'm getting it out to the world. And they keep showing like a network of, of this precious information going out to the world. And, you know, I think that's why, well, they're telling me that's why my books are selling in, in over 40 countries right now. It did, they didn't used to. And so that tells me that people are popping open in this level of awareness all over the world, even though we have the, yeah. the 
COVID going on, they are popping open. And that's the precious, beautiful part of what's happening in our world. It's harder. It's often harder to see because it's not on the TV all the time. Well, and maybe it shouldn't be. Um, so no, I mean, no, the goodness, the the positive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. I'll yeah. see what you're saying. Well, you yeah. know, um, yeah. And I agree with you. Um, it's interesting to, uh, to see the, um, the people are becoming a little more positive, I think, and people are raising their vibration um, quite a bit more than they were. So when, if somebody if comes to you and they say, you know, I really want to communicate with my deceased loved ones, mm-hmm. I always say, hey, just, you know, call them in and talk to them like they're sitting next to you. Do you have any advice on that? Maybe. Well, when you call them in, you truly just did invite them. You can call them in, you know, inside of your mind, or you can say it out loud, but you truly invited them. And then for goodness sakes, at least feel the air change around you. Notice that you feel or think you sense your deceased loved one in a certain location in the room around you, because you really are sensing that. And then if you say something to them, please pause for a split second and take the pop of information because they're answering you, but it Mm. will come in telepathically as telepathic information. Words will jump into your mind and that's them truly speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And so I love to to help people really understand and take the fear out of the spirit world. Yeah, there's nothing to be afraid of. And nothing. so yeah, and that's uh that's that's a wonderful thing that you can um communicate. I know when my dad's around or I know when my sister's around, I can just feel them, you know. Exactly. And, and a lot of times I'll say hi, you know, I know you're around, you know, and it's it's acknowledge, I guess, is the biggest thing. Acknowledge that they're around. Well. This has been a really interesting book. I will say when you were talking about how it's gotten out to people all over the world, I felt the same way. The show, my show has gotten out to a lot of people across the world and it's surprised. It shocks me. It shocks me. You know, they're from Australia and from the Philippines. And I mean, places that I couldn't even imagine um, people are listening and you're right. People are starved for this information. So I'm so glad you wrote this. And they are there and that yearning is happening because that yearning, they're getting a signal that they're to open up to this. That's what the yearning is about. And you're doing it. Yeah. Well, you are too. And I'm excited about this. This is an exciting time to be alive. It is. It truly is. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to get out of here for today. Do you have another book I'm sure coming up here in the future or, or what do you think? Oh, I think I have one more book in me. I have written five. This is my, actually my fifth book. Oh my uh, so I think I have one more book in me and it's really about my spooky uh, stories and not bad stories, but spooky stories of the non-physical and all my mm-hmm. stories are real that things really happen. So everybody right. keeps saying, oh, did, you know, tell, tell more of your stories about yeah. interacting with the non-physical. So I think I have a book in me, one more book, maybe. I think that that's Thanks really awesome. Asking. Yeah, no, I think that's really awesome. I feel that way too. I need to write something. I just don't have time, but I will one of these days. My biggest thing is to get people to connect with the divine. I think that's my biggest push is to really uh, let people to understand that we can connect on an individual basis so that we grow and we learn. Hey, how do people get in touch with you? You said you have some workshops. How do they find you, Tina? Oh, thank you for asking that. Yes, my website is real easy. It's just my name, tinazion.com. And my email is just tina at tinazion.com. So Mm -hmm. I'm real easy to find. But on my website, you'll see um, I have one more upcoming workshop uh, here this year yet. And uh, they'll see my books and be able to get more information about what's in the workshops and things like that. So thank you. That's awesome. Hey, you guys, I got to promote myself a little bit here. If you want a psychic reading, go to my website, nancyyearout.com and click on the book button and you can go to my calendar and book your date and time. Also, I have the new VIP membership on my website. This is something new I'm doing. So if you sign up, I will answer two questions for you per month. You have to email me and I'll give you my intuitive take on your questions. And then I also have some really cool videos, informational videos, teaching you guys how to manifest 
discussed, how to connect. Uh, I talked a little bit about impasse on one of my videos. So you guys got to check it out. It's High Road to Humanity. Just go to nancyyearout.com and it's the VIP subscription. It's like $5.99 a month. So it'd be really cool if you guys joined. I am so happy you came here. I hope you come back and see me, Tina. I am so happy that you had me. I just had a wonderful time. Thank you. Awesome. Fantastic. Hey, you guys, it's Nancy Earl. It's High Road to Humanity. Everybody have a great day and take care. Bye-bye. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. Wish you can achieve your goal